Welcome to Lax Historical Context. I'm Sean. I'm Sasha. And we have a very fun, very special episode for you today. It's one of our, our freeform episodes, and we yeah. are picking a fight with Hollywood. Yeah, we are. And uh, it's a ex- chance for me to watch a movie that is considered... Is it considered a classic? I it think so. Oscars. It's considered a classic for some reason. Um, yeah, it won, it won the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah, I just don't. Apparently, I was looking at the main star's uh, movieography. You know, his filmography. Phil, there we go. <laughs> movieography. Movieography. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I've seen now. I've seen this movie that will tell you the title of now momentarily. S- momentarily, and I guess he was in one of the Superman movies as Jor El. Yeah, he played uh, Superman's dad. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the only other movie I've seen with him. Really. In it. Yeah. Uh, you should watch Master and Commander. Um, that is an incredible film. Is it historically accurate? I see it. I smell another it, episode in our future. It, it more or less is, at least oh, in. Well, that's disappointing. At least in spirit, they they changed a lot from the books to make it more historically. Oh yeah, because there are books. There's yeah. a shit ton of books. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so today we're picking on the movie Gladiator. Gladiator. Uh, for those that don't know, came out in 2000, starring Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. directed by Ridley Scott. Did not know Joaquin Phoenix was in it until I saw Joaquin Phoenix in it. I actually, when I was watching it, I had kind of forgotten about him for a little bit. Mm. And then it was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I really overall don't like this movie, but fuck, he is great in it. So I have a question about Joaquin Phoenix that about, I've been meaning about to- About him or his character? About him. Okay. Just Joaquin Phoenix personally. Yes. And I'm just assuming you're some side of Joaquin Phoenix-like guru. I mean, he's a great actor, so I'll do what I can. Did he ever have like cleft palate surgery? Because he has a very like- Yeah, he has that hair lip scar. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he has had cleft palate surgery. I don't know. I don't know. But it looks like he does, right? I I assume so. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I know that's real though. It wasn't yeah. makeup for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's weird. I tell just, me something that you can tell by looking at this person. Well, no, but I thought you would have some like a definitive answer. Like, yes, he's one of the most famous cleft palate survivors. I, I don't. I don't look that much Which into celebrities. Which he would. He probably would be. I mean. I, mean, I, don't I don't know many other people with cleft palate. So for this freeform episode, we're picking on Gladiator. First, I think I'll we'll describe the the layout of the episode more or less. Okay, more or less, I'm gonna talk about the movie which I saw for the first time a week ago, uh, last Saturday. No, last Friday I watched it. Yeah, yeah, in preparation. So, just my thoughts about the movie, the general plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then Sean's gonna. Answer some questions that I drunkenly texted him while I yeah. watched the movie. Yeah. I drank a bottle, half a bottle of wine while watching Gladiator. So. Yeah. She sent me a text. She's like, I have questions. And I was like, I'll put my phone on silent <laughs> and you just send them as you have them. And then that will be the basis of my research. And she was like, okay. So I came back a couple <laughs> hours later and I had like 12 texts. Yeah. I had a lot was, of, I had some questions. Which was great. Because what I'm going to do, I will basically discuss a couple of the major points mm-hmm. of the movie uh, plot points and then address some of your questions specifically. And because I don't remember character names, they will be referred to as Russell Crowell, the old dude and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> what about uh, the the lady? She means nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. That was brutal. Uh-huh. Cause I talk about her. So for today's uh, drink, um, you're all going to kind of groan when you hear this. Uh, I was looking for a very specific Australian beer. What was it? It's called the Smokin' Bishop that I love. It tastes like beef jerky. No. (laughs) I'm going to pass on that. It's glorious, but I couldn't find it. I'm happy about this. So in honor of our our, uh, everyone's favorite... Uh, anger management needing Australian Hollywood film star. He is my fave. uh, And who isn't named Mel Gibson. uh, Russell Crowe, the star of Gladiator. I have gotten us each big ass cans. What are what are the the sizes Blastus. of these? They uh, are twenty four ounces. Twenty five point four oh. fluid ounces. One pint of Foster's Premium Ale. That's more than a pint. A pint sixteen ounces. Uh, one, one pint, pint and nine point four fluid ounces. Yeah. Because so <laughs> over a hundred and twenty five years ago, during the summer of eighteen eighty eight, the Foster brothers gave the thirsty people of Melbourne. 
their first taste of true refreshment. That's the entire blurb on this can. I'm honestly stunned there is one. I didn't see that when I bought it. <laughs> Original Foster's Brewery, 1888 to 1907. Not much of an accomplishment I also for a long-lasting brewery. The top of the can. Founded in Australia, celebrated worldwide, brewed in the USA. <laughs> Woo! I bet because it's just too expensive. Can you imagine shipping beer in from Australia? No, that would be awful. I can't, uh, yeah. I can't even get mine. It's I too, have nails. Uh, uh-huh. Shitty nails. Ow. I almost torn mine off. All right, Foster's Premium Ale. What are your thoughts, Sasha? That is a light beer. It's a warm day out. It's all right. It's actually kind of refreshing. This is well, pretty good. Ice cold in the can. Really hard to drink from this ginormous can, though. Yeah, it is. This is comically. It is, it is difficult. <laughs> this like is it's comically. all over me at this point. I feel like I. I, I feel like I'm a like. Cart. This is cartoonish. Like I'm drinking <laughs> yeah. a giant's beer. Right. Feel like I want to go play knifey spoony now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All, All right. right. So tell us uh, the plot and your thoughts on the film Gladiator. So first, I have to say I was slightly confused at the opening because I thought, "Hey, this is a movie about gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the gladiators? Because the, they don't show up until like the end of the movie." I'm going to say there's a lot of plot. No, no. There's a lot no, no, no. of plot the without gladiators, gladiators. The gladiators show up pretty early. I don't the know. The time that they were in, I assume, Britain? Where they were, were they? They were in Germania. Okay, so they were in Germania. Yeah. So, <laughs> Russell Crowe and his troops. Apparently, Russell Crowe is a badass warrior. He's a Roman general. Yeah, and a badass one. Who? And for some reason, the emperor of the time whose name I don't know. Marcus Aurelius? Old man. Okay. <laughs> Old man is for some reason on the front with his badass general dude, which I yeah. think is a bad idea. I'll, dis- I'll discuss that momentarily. <laughs> it seems like the worst idea there ever was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, apparently back in Rome, there's this whole like battle between the Senate and the emperor and the Senate needs more power, but they don't have all the power that they w- need. The Senate wants more power. Wants more power. I think they need it, too. <clears throat> um, and so that's kind of happening behind the scenes. Anyway, Russell Crowe and his men kick some Germans' ass. Yeah. And uh, they're all happy celebrating. Meanwhile, Joaquin Phoenix and his sister, who I thought was his girlfriend... In the first opening <laughs> scenes, because they're traveling together. She's, like, in her sexy pajamas. He's in his sexy pajamas. <laughs> they're in, like, a caravan. It, they could have been, been doing it. I mean, later on. He gets a little creepy about it later yeah, on. Yeah, he gets real yeah. creepy about it later on. Anyway, continue. So, anyway, they come down because uh, Joaquin Phoenix is, like, dad's about to die. And even at this point, even when he was, like, dad's about to die, I was, like, still think they're doing it <laughs> gross um he's like dad's about to die he's ready to push put on who's going to be the next emperor which yeah. i'm not sure how that happened and i, I asked you a question will, about that i will discuss okay. yes that's one and of the so, questions i answered and so he's like sweet dad's gonna make me emperor and i'm a badass motherfucker and then they show him like training in the woods for some reason shirtless Cool. They they wanted to set up that he was a fighter yeah that he actually did know how to fight but he was scared of battles, which he should be, because if you're an emperor, you don't want to put yourself in the line of getting murdered. Yeah, who the fuck are you, Napoleon? Yeah, come on, dudes. Lady dudes. Joaquin and Phoenixes. And so they're at this party, and they're like, woo! And they're all like, let me show you the Senate. And then they're talking to Russell Crowe, and Russell Crowe's like, I just want to go home. Yeah. I'm have, over this shit. I, have I a just wife. want, I have my wife. I have a son. I have a son. And it turns out Russell Crowe was banging Joaquin Phoenix's sister or no. they had a thing. No. The relationship is never like fully. There was past attraction. Yes. That's and it, it. And it sounded yeah. like they all grew up together. Yeah. Is the vibe I get. And they never gave yeah. me much backstory that I wanted on that. Yeah. They really, and it doesn't make much sense. No. This is nothing I'd discuss. But it's like they, it sounds like they all knew each other, even yeah. though he's a farmer who openly says several times he's never been to Rome before. Yeah, but yet somehow fuck, he knows yeah. the emperor's kids. Yeah, how would he know them? Yeah, he's not even from Rome. He's from fucking Spain or whatever. I'll get to that too. Yeah, I don't know where he's fucking from. He just goes through like every sort of. Anyway, that's not the point. That comes later. Uh, so uh, the emperor's like, 
come come to me, Russell Crowe. I need to talk to you. I want you to be, oh, what did he say? Protector of the realm or some he, shit. He wanted to name him Regent. Yeah, basically Regent Emperor for the Senate to get their shit together, but you just watch out for Rome. So right in, in the film, Marcus Aurelius wanted to name Russell Crowe Regent. Yes. And basically charged him with overseeing... Transferring all the power back to the Senate, uh, thus turning Rome into a republic again. Which basically fucks Joaquin Phoenix over. Yeah, because he's and, in line to be emperor. Yeah, and so Russell Crowe's like, I don't want to. I just want to go home. <laughs> and Marcus Reilly's all, that's why it has to be you. Yeah, and because he's you like, don't want to. I don't like that. Fine. I'm going to go think about it in my tent. So he goes to his tent and thinks about it with his manservant, whose name I can't remember. Uh, the very confusingly <laughs> named Cicero. Oh, yeah. Like, he wasn't important later on in Rome. Couldn't you have given that guy a different fucking name? So he's go he's in his tent thinking about it. Meanwhile, Joaquin Phoenix goes to see his dad, and his dad's like, dude, I'm making, uh, I'm making Russell Crowe regent. Yeah. And then Joaquin Phoenix is like, I just want you to love me and hug me. And, and then he kills him. Yeah, in a hug. He <laughs> yeah. like he like hugs him to death. He smothers him. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. And then Joaquin Phoenix is like, "Oh no, Dad died. I wonder how. It must have been of natural causes." <laughs> he wanted me to be emperor. He totally told me. And Russell Crowe's like, "No, he didn't." Mm. That's actually not what happened because when I was rewatching it, I realized the entire movie didn't have to happen. <laughs> All Joaquin Phoenix had to do was be like. So, I mean, he died. He didn't tell me what he wanted to be yeah. emperor. I assume it's me because I'm his son and he's been grooming me forever. Yeah, and then Russell Crowe would have been chill with that. Exactly. Well, if Russell Crowe yeah. goes, no, I'm going to be emperor, all he has to do is say, coup, and everyone will kill him on the spot. Yeah. None of this whole take him out into the woods and kill him. <laughs> yeah, and but no, Russell Crowe goes back to his tent and is like, Cicero, I need you to get letters to blah de blah but before Cicero could do anything... uh. Joaquin Phoenix's men come and take him to the woods to kill Russell Crowe. Yeah. He gives and, him orders to ride until dawn and then kill him. Yeah, which, like, really? Yeah. Just fucking ride for 10 minutes. Yeah, it will it, be it's fine. It's a camp. Take him outside Well, the camp. I understand why they don't want to, because all the troops were very loyal to Russell Crowe, yeah, and that kind of comes into play later, I feel like it. it. Kind of, but it was like, you don't need to ride that far. Yeah. Just, yeah, just... Take just, him out of eye shot and kill him. And yeah. also, like, I don't know, guys, be a little bit more prepared when you're going to go kill a guy. Right. Don't let him do anything. They were literally If he drinking. tells you yeah. to, like, give me a soldier's death, be like, no, I'm going to stab you in the back of the neck because yeah. I know you're up to some shit. And so, anyway, he basically kills all his executioners, steals two horses, rides off through many different scenes. Actually, He's in the desert. He's those, in the forest. Those were all dramatically fine. Um, Don't nar care. Narratively fine. <laughs> Don't care. He rides. He, he starts in the forest in Germania out mm -hmm. through the desert into northern Spain. Yeah. So he's on his way to Spain. For Somehow, Joaquin Phoenix's men beat him there, even though he had a head start. I don't understand well, how that one happened. He could have just sent a messenger. Still, uh, Russell Crowe was riding pretty fast. Yeah. One man instead of an army. Yeah. It's a very good point. Um, but either way. Joaquin Phoenix is a dick. And he yeah. sent his men to kill his his wife, who I'm going to say, she wasn't that attractive. None of the women in this movie are like, damn. Like, in my opinion, they ate. Either way, they kill Russell Crowe's wife and son. Son, his 10-year-old son. And that mirrors the 10-year-old son that the emperor's... Uh, daughter had as well so yeah. there's like the juxtaposition of the two 10 year olds yeah one who was burned alive and hung and so joaquin not joaquin phoenix russell crowe is all sad about this and is crying in the dirt he was stabbed at one point so he's all bloody and gross he randomly becomes a slave he passes yeah. out and slavers find him yeah it's really weird like slavers are just roaming the, the hills and in, in spain on a private estate yeah like <laughs> yeah they're just there they're like, whatever, this guy. And then so this other black guy is helping him with his wounds and chewing shit up and putting in his wounds. And He's cool, though. With maggots. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. I don't like great. his haircut very much. He was it, bald. No, he had like this weird merkin on. Like it was. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not yeah. a fan. Anyway. Um, 
Anyway, so from Spain, I assume they take a boat to North Africa because I think that's where they end up. Yeah. Um, I believe I wrote the name of the t- place down. Zucabar. Zucabar, which I don't know if is a real place. Um, well, I will get to this. Yeah, I know. We'll get to it. Oh, and at one point I just wrote bored, bored, bored. Um, So they go to Zuccabar. If that's not a glowing recommendation Uh of this film, I don't know what is. Uh, They go there. There's this one slave owner. He buys up Russell Crowe and the black dude and some other guys. And they do a training montage where they become gladiators. Basically gladiator fights. Uh Joaquin Phoenix is becoming emperor. Yeah, meanwhile, I got a meanwhile. Okay. Meanwhile, right. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> became emperor in Rome. <laughs> and like everybody's like, oh, well, do we like him? He's kind of a dick. And then he's like, I know what people like. Fights. Yep. So he says 180 days of of games. Yeah. And I, in my notes, I said, fuck that. That's too many days. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so he brings back Gladiator Games, which is like something that hadn't happened in Rome for a while. So the whole city's like pumped. But I've, it had happened in Rome, hadn't it? It'll take, it'll take a, a second for me to say this historical correction. Not only had it happened, Marcus Aurelius did not outlaw it like it said in the film. Well, it's weird because... It was implied that it was outlawed, but yeah. also Marcus Aurelius set the slave owner that owned Russell Crowe free. Yeah. So clearly, and, at one point, he was cool with it. And that may have been a been a thing like that that process for. I know gladiators could earn their freedom. Yeah. And that may have been a process giving the wooden sword. I don't know. But Marcus Aurelius never outlawed gladiator yeah. fighting. He was like, "Yo, the economy is shit right now. Yeah, let's go those there, raise some money, yeah. give them a distraction." Like he yeah, knew how to play. Distractions the are good. He was a fucking smart leader. Yeah, and so uh, Marcus Aurelius knew how to lead. Russell Crowe's owner hears about this and is like, "Shit, we's gonna get paid. We going to Rome? We're, yeah, bitches, pack up." So he takes all his best gladiators. Mm-hmm. One who happens to be this big German dude. Maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't think it was. It, it looked like an Arnold Schwarzenegger knockoff. Yeah, like he could have played him. Like It was one of my favorite dialogue exchanges when he looks <laughs> at Russell Crowe and was like, did you win battles in Germania? And Russell Crowe was like, I won battles many places. And <laughs> He's going to kick my ass <laughs> and, and this guy was just like, motherfucker, I respect him so much. It got it got a little bromosexual. Sorry, I'm really gassy. <laughs> It happens with <laughs> Fosters. I expect to belch yeah. into the mic at least uh, once. Now I kind of think you were like, let's go get junk food after this. I'm like, oh, no, I'm full from lunch. But man. Sounding fucking good. Yeah, right? sounding good. I can have another <laughs> couple more of these Fosters and anyway, down a pizza. Anyway. So all the gladiators come to Rome. All the gladiators come to Rome. And unfortunately, Russell Crowe's master is totes bummed because uh, Russell Crowe's team of gladiators is like, the F squad, basically. Yeah. They, they get all the shit stuff. They get assigned to be the people who were slaughtered in a historical battle yeah. reenactment. And Russell Crowe's like, dudes, bitches, we can't beat these guys if we go all for ourselves. We have to come together as a team. Yeah. And I, uh, by the way, another little note from me. Uh, I loved how he just gave them very complex military orders. Yeah, and they're and they like, ah, we got this. Meant. Like, he's, yell- he's yelling, staggered columns, and they all immediately do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Half of these guys are slaves from other countries. Yeah, German guy <laughs> ain't, doesn't know what you're saying. Literally one guy said, oh, yeah, I served with you at this battle. Yeah. Which also, like, how did he not know before? How did he not walk up and be like, general? I thought you was dead. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. That was my favorite part of the movie was like staggered columns, single columns, and they're all just like in perfect They're like, got unison. it. We got it. Um <laughs> I was like, fuck off. And during all these first initial battles, Russell Crowe is wearing a helmet where you can't see his face because Joaquin Phoenix thinks that his men actually killed Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah. Which dudes? Okay, so if you they guys really downplayed that, what, yeah. Which how? Because I was gonna say, if you claim to have killed somebody, don't lie to your boss and say you killed him because it's gonna well, come back and get you. But they all died. Yeah, that's my other question. Time out. Like, they all claim they killed him. Yeah. Who claimed they killed him? Yeah. The four men you sent to kill him are dead. So <laughs> are you just like, oh, they killed him, and then and they went out to party? Like, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you that dumb? Yeah. Make sure your men finish the fucking job is what I'm saying. Right. Or do it yourself. Anyway. Anyway. So, you know, Russell Crowe is becoming a badass gladiator. He's becoming known as the Spaniard. Also, don't how they know don't know how they know he's a Spaniard. 
they it, just yeah. immediately start calling him the Spaniard. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. In the temple, I don't know where the emperor lives. The emperor house. In the emperor house. <laughs> 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 the Emperor House. Uh-huh. It's like um, Animal House, but somehow cooler. Joaquin Phoenix is kind of like going deep down the paranoia train, and he's like, yeah. everybody's out to get me. All the senators are out to get me. Which, I mean, they kind of were, but, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't want to give I, them... I don't want to talk about my stuff yet, okay. so I'll, I'll just smile and, and let you continue the discussion. And the he plot. was like, oh, my wonderful sister... You've got my back, don't you? And she's like, oh, fuck, I don't have your back, but okay. Yeah. And then he's getting all creepy with the her son. He's like, you're going to be my heir, and I love you. Yeah. Come, babe. And 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 he's trying to do the whole incest thing with his sister. Mm-hmm. Let's. And let's, she's and she's just like, just a peck on the cheek, and then he's like, tongue and mouth. You know, just a peck yeah. on the cheek. And, and she's like, no. No, my husband died. I like other men that aren't related to me. She has a thing for Maximus from their years. Yeah, from their years of growing up together. together, Apparently, although he's never been to Rome, and he's Spanish. Whatever. Spanish has nothing to do with it. Spaniards are fine people. Mm, Yeah, they are. I'm part Spanish. (laughs) So Spanish are okay people. No. (laughs) So. Russell Crowe eventually becomes a badass motherfucking gladiator that everybody fucking loves. And this becomes a problem. Yeah. When the emperor wants to meet him. Bum, bum, bum. And so he's like, hey, Russell Crowe, take off your helmet and meet me because I'm the motherfucking emperor. So he does. So he does. And he's like, yeah, I'm the bitch you tried to kill. And the emperor's like, kill him. <laughs> not, not, not immediately. No, he though. did the thumb thing, you know, like in ancient times where it was thumb up good thumb down kill and he was doing the shaky like suspenseful thing yeah and eventually he went thumb up because the crowd was so he behind knew to, he knew how to play a crowd and that, yeah. at that point in the movie uh uh russell crowe's owner had been like the most popular gladiators aren't the ones that always win they're the, they're the ones, ones who that can, know how you know. to please the crowd yeah and, and, so. and joaquin phoenix also knew this and he knew yeah crowd to, pleasing yeah it was it was it was a good development, actually, of both of their characters. Yeah, and then so Joaquin Phoenix does some sort of, like, I feel like it's the madcap montage of him trying to find somebody to kill Russell Crowe in the gladiator ring. Yeah, he, he throws him through basically two fights trying to get yeah. him killed. One with but lions. Tigers. <laughs> tigers, yeah. and then, like, this old, retired, badass gladiator who, like, never lost a fight. Comes and, out of retirement. Yeah, yeah, comes out of retirement to kill Russell Crowe. But then Russell Crowe's like, I'm not going to kill this guy. He can live. And well, and that was one of the moments that actually turned the people in favor of Russell Crowe as opposed to Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Because Joaquin Phoenix did his thumbs up thing and ordered him to kill him. Yeah. And Russell Crowe picked up the sword to and kill him like, and then just threw it on the ground. Yeah. Didn't kill him. Because and, Russell Crowe has honor. And it was one of those things where it was like, I actually got kind of chills from Joaquin Phoenix's acting in the scene yeah. where he was like, now they love him because he's merciful, so I can't kill him because it makes yeah. me unmerciful. I'm, I'm like, such a rock in a hard place right, right here. But Joaquin Phoenix fucking nailed the role, though. Yeah, he was real. I, I, was, I, you know, I did not like, I did not hate this movie. I just knew that a lot of things were wrong with this movie. It's one of those things yeah. like, I don't know that much about Roman history, but I know something was hinky yeah. this whole time. And, and it's not a bad film. No. It's it's a good action movie, mm. and it, I feel like it probably moves more into the action drama. Yeah. It's good, except it's just so fucking inaccurate. Although, man, those first battle scenes were hella bloody. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I never really... The dog, did he die? I don't know. We never saw him again. Yeah, so I, I'm sad the dog died. Anyway, anyway, back to being Gladiator. Yeah, so, so at this point... at this point... Yeah. Everybody loves Russell Crowe more than Joaquin Phoenix, and not hard. Joaquin, I take it back. I love Joaquin Phoenix yeah. way more than I love Russell Crowe. Joaquin Phoenix's sister. <laughs> wow, that was a terrible yeah. misspeak on my part. Joaquin Phoenix's sister is like, "Ooh, my sweetie's back. I'm gonna get some." And apparently, back in the day, <laughs> and apparently she's a sassy black woman. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I asked Sean one of these questions. They could pay for sex with gladiators. They totally could. So she was like, I'm going to throw these guys some they coins. totally could do that. And she's not really there to sleep with him because she knows her, her, her his 
wife was just like recently murdered. She is there to discuss overthrowing Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. And she's like, I know this senator. He's totes legit cool. He'll help us out. Let's do this, bro. And he's like, okay. He seemed cool, though. Yeah, he seemed cool. That senator cool legitimately seemed like a good guy. For all of like the 20 minutes he was around. <laughs> but he got arrested for legitimately helping Russell Crowe. Yeah. So. And so he's like, cool. He meets the senator. They make this planned escape where Russell Crowe is going to go find his troops in Germania or wherever they're stationed currently. Well, they, so they were stationed in this place called Ostia. I don't know where that is, but he it sounds see- a lot like Austria. He sees um, Cicero again yeah. in the crowds because at this point he's so famous. People just have access yeah. to him. Uh, and he asks Cicero, where are the men stationed? And he says, oh, they're in Ostia. And they the, will follow you. Yeah, under the command of some Roman guy. But they love you. Yeah, and they will help you. And Russell Crowe's like, okay, here's the plan, bitch. I'm going to go and get my soldiers, and you just hold down the fort as the emperor's sister, and just don't, you know, we're going to do this, and I'll bring my troops in, and we'll overthrow everything. Yep. And his intention is to do what Marcus Aurelius told him to do. Yes. He is going to take power. Yeah. And then proceed transferring it to the Senate and Mm. thus back to the people. And so somehow there's like a rat. uh, They never explained how Commodus found out. Yeah. How Joaquin Phoenix found they, out. They never did. I think the sister might have spilled something because she she was. I take it back. They did explain it. Uh, He has that brief interaction with her son. Oh yeah, and, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. spills the beans. That, yeah, the um, son. I okay. Here's a here's a quick tip. If you're planning to overthrow something, don't tell your fucking ten year old about it. Yeah, because he is playing with Joaquin Phoenix. They're doing something, yeah. and he says that mommy referred to Maximus yeah. as the savior of Rome. Yeah, and which then, when you're the emperor and that's you your sister's kid, you're not exactly yeah. thrilled to hear. And so Joaquin Phoenix is like, "Fuck this shit." He ki- he kills Cer- Cyrano, not Cyrano. Cicero. Cicero. So, uh, do you want describe describe how this event goes down? Because, despite how much I didn't really like this movie, mm-hmm. I was kind of my heart wrenched a little bit when I saw the it plan go awry. Sad. So, like, they get Russell Crowe. He goes to his slave master and he's like, "Hey, I'm doing this. Do you have my back?" And the guy's like, "Uh, no." And then well, he changes his mind. He changes like, mind last yeah. minute, and so last minute he refuses to open the gates for Walking Phoenix's troops, and is like, "No, you can't see Russell Crowe right now. We're napping." Yeah, and then, <laughs> it's night. We're all in bed. Yeah, never and mind that we're slaves. We're all in bed. <laughs> all the gladiators that were in the like gladiator training facility come out and defend the barracks yeah. against Walking Phoenix's troops, so Russell yeah. Crowe can escape. And he escapes. And he's going to meet with Cicero. Yeah, in this field, in this clearing. And he and Cicero will ride out to the army, and then Russell Crowe will come back and capture yeah. Rome. So what he sees, he run. Russell Crowe runs through these tunnels, and sees Cicero on his horse in the clearing. Yeah. And then suddenly Cicero's horse rides away, and you see Cicero, Cicero dead. He's hung. <laughs> he's yep. hung. He's hanged. And then from troops the, from a branch that he was sitting under the yeah. tree. Yeah. And then troops. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like so fucking mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was sad. In that moment, I was like, that was well made. Yes. There was, was there's, there's the brief hint, because I rewinded and watched the scene. Yeah. When they first showed the first close-up of Cicero, you can see the noose around his neck. Mm-hmm. And, and he looks, and he looks hopeful. And then uh, Russell Crowe kind of whistles at him as like a, like a signal. Yeah. And then he immediately starts shouting to tell him no. And yeah. then the horse immediately rides away. Uh, Cicero, while being hanged, is shot with like 19 arrows. Yeah. Like it overkill, was overkill. Yeah. yeah. And then Russell Crowe is immediately captured. Yes. And overkill and then tremendous underkill. Like yeah. you should. Okay. Well, if, Ru- uh, Joaquin Phoenix has ordered him captured, not killed. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you're a bad dude, never just capture your enemy kill your enemy yeah because it's always gonna go awry well see at this point this is one of the things the movie did well they developed the antagonistic yeah. relationship between Commodus and maximus but they made it about the people yeah so walking phoenix wanted him alive so he could fight him in the arena to get the people on his side and i honestly don't know how like 
I guess I do know how because so what happens is they capture Russell Crowe. He's in holding before he has to go into the gladiator ring with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix stabs him in the side. Yeah, like in the kidney. Yeah, like yeah. in the kid like kidney he shot. Mortally wounds him. Yeah. yeah. And Russell Crowe's like, bro, <laughs> lame. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, Joaquin Phoenix basically says to him, well, it literally says to him, our father. Your my father looked at you also as a son, so we're yeah. like brothers, and we're fighting to the yeah, death. Yeah, and then he stabs him in the kidney, mm-hmm. and it's like Jesus Christ, man. I mean, considering earlier he tried to, that was another question I had that I didn't text you about. So when they're going over, like, I hope I came across it in my research. Then <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's a plot question that I thought was a major oh, hole. Okay, because they're talking so. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is telling the little boy about like how Cleopatra like took an asp to her breast and everything. Yeah. And they show a picture of a snake slithering in what I assumed was his sister's bed. Yeah. So I thought that was him killing his motherfucking sister. Yeah, I don't know what the hell and that was. And then she appears and I'm like, She's what alive. Yeah, I was yeah. like, but I'm pretty sure she was supposed to be dead, right? Because yeah. that's what that implied in yeah. my head. I don't know what that scene was about. I honestly don't know. Yeah. And I was like, it seems unnecessary. And then the next day she shows up and he just threatens her and is like, you're going to like fucking me. Yeah. And giving me an heir. I think he even said that. Like, yeah, he said, you will be mine and you will give me an heir. Yeah. And she's like, fucking gross. Yeah. Like, Like, ew. No, thank you. Anyway. When I first saw the beginning of the film, like she has a very arrogant air about her. I was like, I'm going to hate this bitch. And then I ended up really liking her. Yeah. She's a great character. Very very strong and resistant to some bullshit. Yeah, and again, like her her dad was even like if you were born a man, I would give you would have been emperor. Yeah, there yeah. would have been none of this senate bullshit. Yeah, you would have been the emperor. Yeah, what does he say? He was like you would have you would have made a fine emperor or mm-hmm. something like yeah. So anyway. So anyway, Joaquin Phoenix and Russell Crowe set out for the Thunderdome. And uh Russell Crowe actually kicks Joaquin Phoenix's ass despite having a fatal wound to the yes. kidney. And so Russell Crowe kills Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Russell Crowe dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's kind of sad, but then he reunites with his uh, wifey in... In the afterlife. In the afterlife. Um, and and um, that's the, it. The sister basically orders the release of all of the, the gladiators and the senators who yeah. were imprisoned. And then just says to the Senate, you're going to rule for the people. Yeah. I mean, and that's not the best transition plan ever. It's but, not. But, you know. Yeah. So... Is this, is this my cue? This is your cue. And that's the end of Gladiator. I okay. liked it overall as a movie. I watched it with John, the failed poodle wrangler. So as I don't a, think we had a problem with it. As a movie, it's good. Yeah. It's a it, good as movie. As a movie, it's good. It I, has some problems with the writing. Like the asp that was there and then no reason. Yeah. Yeah. The dog, some of the plot elements, yeah. there's some holes. But, you know, for the most part, it's good. Um, as a historical film, though, holy shit. It's true. And I mean... Ah! Oh, wow, a mic stand has fallen. All right, and we're back after a technical difficulty uh-huh. in which Sasha screamed as her mic fell. All right, it was so scary. It was like a perfect perfect uh, like modus interruptus uh-huh. because now we're at my part. So uh, so we'll discuss. I wrote like four, well, five major things regarding the plot of the film and the accuracy, okay. starting with the wars in Germania. Okay, Wars in Germania. Uh, and it, this is quick. It's three lines. So the movie shows Russell Crowe winning a battle, and the, it is like conclusive battle. Yeah, it was like tribes we beat Germania. We're winners. Yeah, so for those that don't know, the movie allegedly takes place in the year 180. I did not know that. Did yeah. it say it at the beginning? It did not. All right. <laughs> that is said because that's when Marcus Aurelius dies. Okay, that, that makes sense then, yeah. So that is allegedly when this happens. Uh, the battles, the wars in Germania were never really resolved for Rome. Um, there well, because they were like barbarians yeah, to them. But there were there were dozens of wars in Germania. Hmm. Like dozens of wars. And I would not be surprised if it was close to 100 battles. And that's just the ones that have pages on Wikipedia. Like, like that would be a... There was a shit ton. And they spanned... A good half millennium of Rome's existence. So there was never like we won. Fuck no. you, Germany. No, there was never. There was never one. 
And especially the, the fucking emperor was never there. Yeah, I was like, it was a the, constant war zone. I was like, like, who's this old bitch? Why is he here? Oh, he's the emperor. Why yeah. is he here? So that never happened. So anyway, so then moving on to point number two, Marcus Aurelius and the naming of Maximus as the empire's regent. Uh-huh. Right? So the movie says Marcus Aurelius says Russell Crowe, your regent, because the Senate's corrupt and and. Or because not because uh, the Senate's corrupt, because yeah, my people, son's a yeah, dick. People, my son's not fit to rule. Uh-huh. Uh, but you're good. You're honorable, and you don't want it. So it should. So be that you. means you yeah. get it. So um, also, guys, if you're ever applying for a job, keep that mentality. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want this job. So in in reality, Marcus Aurelius <laughs> super into the idea that power should be with the emperor. <laughs> like <laughs> this is gonna be so super awesome. idea. And not only that, he was super fucking adamant that his son Commodus should ah. be emperor after him. Uh, so this leads me to Sasha question number one. How did the emperor's succession work? Yes. You should know that one, oh. Commodus's appointment as emperor was controversial. Why? Because at that point it was tradition to uh, quote unquote adopt a son. Oh. And then that person would be your successor. So they're not they're not keeping it in the family. So it's not a monarchy. Correct. correct. Not not the traditional Traditional hereditary monarchy. monarchy, Yeah. Um, But he was like my son. Yeah. Now there's some evidence killing it. There's some evidence that he actually didn't think the world of his son, Mm -hmm. but he believed that it should have gone to him. To the point, in 177, three years before Marcus Aurelius died, he named Commodus co-emperor. They ruled together. Uh, and then when he died, Commodus ruled. Commodus, so there was never any gladiator. There was never no, any Russell Crowe no, no, is what no. you're telling me. Commodus did not murder his dad. That never happened. Who murdered his dad? Did I murder his dad? Nobody. His dad died of natural causes because he was fucking old. That we like, know of. <laughs> that I mean, I guess I saw something that said he died of plague, but he was in Vienna uh-huh. when those battles were happening in 180. He was there kind of administering the war from Vienna because it was closer. Okay. But he died there more or less of natural causes because he was like 58, which for then was fucking ancient. <laughs> but, yeah. So there was zero controversy about this except for the Boo. fact that it was his biological son. And the Senate eventually hated Commodus. Because he was just a dick, right? He was, was a cunt. Was, is that true? And <laughs> I will get to that. He was, and I mean, I don't use this word lightly all the time, but Commodus I think was does. a capital C cunt. <laughs> this guy was awful. So anyway. Moving on. The structure of gladiator fights. Okay. Because I feel like it's pretty prominent in the film. Oh, yeah, okay. So they did hold gladiator fights throughout the empire. Yes. That was a minor question of yours, I thought, was like, why are these minor fights being held in this random-ass town? Yeah. They did that. Okay. And yes, the Was that even part of the empire, though? Like Zatar or whatever it was? That was... So uh, I'll get that one right now. Zucabar um, was a Roman town. Oh, okay. In what is now Algeria. So Northern Africa. It was on the coast of North Africa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which was Roman Empire mm-hmm. at that time. So anyway, so um, gladiator fights. Yeah, they held them throughout the empire. And yes, the Colosseum was the major venue for them. Mm-hmm. However, I did, and this was new. I learned this while researching it. The Colosseum was not called the Colosseum until the Middle Ages. Oh, what was it called? The Romans, Fighty, fighty, bang, bang? The Romans called it the Flavian Amphitheater because oh, the, the Flavian dynasty are the ones yeah, that Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, and believe it or not, despite what the movie shows us, really wasn't all that bloody in terms of like human death. Well, that's disappointing. They, they fought animals more often than not. Uh, they would okay. fight these exotic beasts. but And they did do battle reenactments, which mm. was another Sasha question. But there was, and this is going to please the capitalists, probably entertain Sasha. There was a fuck ton of commercialism around the fight. Yay! Gambling. Gladiators would actually do product sponsorships. And, and, my favorite thing, they actually did billboard-style advertisements in the, in the arena. Like, oh, they would, like they you would see hang at the baseball banners. game? Yeah. Yeah. And it was in the original script, but the studio was like, that's too unbelievable. Get it out of there. Oh, <laughs> no. That would have right? been cool. And if Russell Crowe sat down, like, middle of battle and was like, I don't normally wear jock straps, <laughs> but when I do, I use Theopolis's jock straps. <laughs> Who I killed. And took a jockstrap. Jock um, and they support my junk. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- But it was mainly that reason that gladiators didn't actually die all that often. 
uh, because you can't keep selling things and making money if your people always well, die. Well, yeah, and I thought that I was under the impression, I think I sent you this question, that they were like super, they were movie stars They of were their rock day. stars, yeah. yeah. They were the rock stars of their yeah. time, yeah. Um, so, uh, this leads me to a fun question. Okay. That was interesting to research and then depressing to research. <laughs> yes, Commodus did fight in the Colosseum. Oh, okay. Against wounded animals and cripples. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'll get to more of that we here in a moment. have this blind baby bear. <laughs> yeah. I had to give it a shot. Uh, yeah, so... And yeah, gladiators were the rock stars of their time. They could totally earn their freedom if they were successful. Mm. Which leads me to Commodus the Creepy, which I've actually labeled it in my notes. I mean, he did want to fuck his sister. In in the movie. In real life, no incest. Aww. He was not that incestuous. But he was awful. How do we know? How do we know? He was fucking awful. He probably was mentally unstable. He he did fight in the in the arena. Wanna sort be of. Cool. But he was notorious for like lots of killing. Like lots and lots? His uh he would kill his sparring partners. Well, but why? I don't know. He would kill animals and canned hunts in the arena. And then when I say cripples, it gets worse. Because you know it's who his favorite quote unquote opponents were in the arena? Plague victims? I don't know. Crippled veterans of the Roman army. No, yeah. they should be honored. I mean Yeah. He so I guess we treat our vets better than that. That's a <laughs> that's a plus. Donald Trump isn't out there stabbing uh-huh, veterans in mock we, combat. That we know of. So <laughs> so Commodus actually referred to himself by 12 different names. I didn't write them down because fuck it. But hold oh, on. Oh, I'm going to start on. referring to myself by 12 different names. Continue. This, this gets special. He renamed all 12 months of the year after his 12 oh, names. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I he, like this guy. He, I would be behind that. I he, don't know what. He changed the name of the city of Rome to Commodus. Began, refer, began referring to the the money of huh? Rome as the Commodus. Okay. And, oh, it gets better. He began referring to the people of Rome as the Commodus. That's just confusing. Like, I need some, I need some of the Commodus. Do you need the peop- money, people? money, people, women, men, men? Like, what, what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> so he also charged this, however, was where shit got really interesting. Uh, he also charged Rome fees for his appearances in the gladiator arenas. I mean, I um, can't say that our president probably doesn't do the he same. He totally would do that. But, right? uh,. <laughs> Commodus was paid so much that it deflated the value of the Roman currency. Um, the Commodus. Hang on. <laughs> leading to the economic changes that precipitated the fall of the Western Roman Empire. Way to go, commie. <laughs> so that's what that fucker did. What a um, dick. Uh, turns out, researching, a lot of historians cite Commodus as the beginning of the end of Rome. Way to go, Marcus Aurelius, believing in your fucking son. Right? Totally should have gone for Maximus. Uh, Needless to say, Commodus was unpopular with the Senate. What? Right? And so they eventually killed him in a plot. They they overthrew him. Although it didn't take place in 180. He died in 192. He did this shit for 12 fucking years. Um, And he (laughs) destroyed Rome all along the way. Yeah. Um, A whole lot of bad stuff about him in the film, however, is based on... Uh, bad shit written about him after he died, which was like propaganda. Oh, um, okay. That's where the idea comes from. The whole, he murdered his dad, he was incestuous with his sister, that's all propaganda. I mean, I, was it though? Like, why Why <laughs> did you even need to make propaganda when he was already such a dick? He was, he was killing right? war veterans. Like, right? come on. So, uh, which leads me to uh, his sister Lucilla mm-hmm. and her plot. This one is actually weirdly factual and wrong at the same time. Okay. Because she did think her brother was Looney Tunes and unfit to rule. Uh-huh. And totally enacted a plot to get him out of power. Um, but it's not the one that killed him. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Because either you kill him or you are dead. Yeah. She was actually caught and exiled and then uh, died in 182, 10 years before he died. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Um, which leads me to the Sasha questions. Sasha questions. The, the main ones. You were asking who is real. <laughs> uh huh. 
pretty much everybody in there, although the the big Russell Crowe wasn't asterisk in there is that Russell Crowe's character is totally made up. Neither the black guy. I mean, well, they're probably not real, but they're also no. minor players in quote unquote I the history felt of it. He was special. They were major in the story, uh-huh. but minor players in history. So Russell Crowe's character is probably like a combination of a bunch of historical figures. The two that I noted, there were like seven different ones listed in the different sources uh-huh. that I read. The two notable ones were a guy named Narcissus. <laughs> he was a wrestler and a training partner of Commodus. Was he really into himself? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. But he's the one that actually killed the killed oh, Commodus. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, in history. He tried to poison him and then Commodus uh, threw it up. So he's just like, fuck it, and strangled him. <laughs> I mean, you have the backing of the government behind you. Yeah, just yeah. just the Senate stab was him. Like, the yeah. Senate was like, you should do this. So it's not like he's going to get in trouble. But the other example that I think uh, Russell Crowe's character Maximus is based on, mm. fucking Spartacus. Spartacus! He was a slave that became a gladiator and then uh-huh. became a rebel and ended up leaving a rebellion, leading a rebellion, won a shit ton of battles against Rome before they killed him. Like, But... They didn't want to remake the movie Spartacus. No. Because. That would be too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just murder this history. This was when Hollywood wasn't remaking everything and anything. Yeah. So next Sasha question. Was Spain or the concept of Spain a thing yet? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> then they couldn't be called the Spaniard. <laughs> so the Iberian Peninsula uh, was uh, of course a I thing. <laughs> and it was totally under Roman rule. But it was called Hispania, not Spain, not Espana, although Espana obviously comes from Hispania. Hispania. The concept of Spain as like a region or a country didn't exist. And uh, the idea that someone could be a Spaniard didn't exist. Knew because it. Because the word Spaniard didn't show up until the 15th century. Yes, I win. A I good, don't know what I win. But a good 1,300 after, years myself. after this happened. So yeah. anyway. Uh, you were asking about Zucabar. I already told you that. Roman town in northern Algeria. No evidence that they held gladiator fights, but they were held throughout the place, yeah. so it may well have been. Uh, were women allowed to participate in gladiator fights? Yeah. Yes. Oh. They were probably super fucking uncommon. And okay. it was probably restricted to like lower classes mm-hmm. of women who wanted to like rise above their station and make money. Yeah. But they did fight. However... The elites of Rome did not like this, um, and there's a bunch of evidence that they actually tried to stop it through legislation. Well, because I just, from in the movie, I remember it was one scene where Russell Crowe was in the gladiator yeah, arena, and yeah. I saw boobs. Yeah, like, I saw was, a breastplate. Yeah, the when they're doing the historical Yeah, uh, one of the historical battles, because I think um, they do more than one. I think so, yeah. But they, uh, the people driving the chariots, they have archers that are women. Yeah. And you can see the boobs in the breastplate. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know yeah. if that's a thing. They have, they have molded the breastplate to accommodate mm-hmm. for actual breasts. Uh, but yeah, that, w- that was a thing. And then the last question of yours that I could answer. How well did sound carry in the Colosseum? <laughs> yeah. Did not expect to be able to answer <laughs> this one, but... I assume this question comes from the guy with the wig and the booming voice that was like announcing shit to people. No, it was all these conversations they were having on the middle of the Coliseum. And I'm like, can they hear this? They're acting like everybody can hear this. So we don't know for sure because it's so like it's the Coliseum is such a ruin now. Yeah. But it um, probably really fucking well, though. Because uh, it's the design is based on like the old Greek amphitheaters Uh, that were designed where. You, you would see plays. So someone speaking yeah, could be heard by everybody. Yeah, you could hear somebody whispering from across yeah. the room. And the basically the construction of the seats and then like the internal structures. Uh-huh. Basically, everyone thinks that where they were, the design was meant to make sound waves echo. So that if you had people in key areas, like the announcer, mm-hmm. everyone in there could hear him. And everything we know suggests that it was built the same way. Okay. Um, now, at this point... I would like to do a little surprise bonus section here oh, okay. for Sasha because I discovered this while doing some research and I couldn't not include it. Okay. When you have a big movie uh-huh. and it makes lots of money and wins yeah. all these awards, what is something a lot of people think it should get? A porn parody? A sequel? A sequel. Okay. <laughs> it's long been rumored that Gladiator will or should get a sequel. No! That... Th- Despite the fact that Roman uh, 
uh, Russell Crowe's character dies yeah. at the end of the film. Yeah, and that he's the only reason you're there. So two points. One quick point. I saw a news article from just like five months ago mm-hmm. that they're finally making a sequel. Instead, it will focus on Lucilla's son, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's nephew, what, uh, Lucius. Oh, Lucius. Lucius, yeah. Lucius, yeah. But I poked around a bit. Uh-huh. I dug for some oh. Gladiator 2 news. And I discovered the other Gladiator 2. There was, was another almost a thing. Oh, uh, this time even gladder. If you think historical accuracy <laughs> wasn't important before, holy shit. <laughs> um, the first thing you need to know, uh, this this draft was written by Nick Cave, not Nick Cave. Oh, I was like Nick Cave draft something, it's going to be great. <laughs> Nick Cave, who is an Australian rock star. I know of Nick Cave. <laughs> with this should tell you everything you need to know about the story because it's fucking nuts. <laughs> The film opens with Maximus, very dead. Uh-huh. He is fight-eating in gladiator duels in the afterlife against the Roman gods. No! <laughs> Although I'd watch it. Continue. They are so impressed with him that they send him back to life and make him immortal. Oh, so he's like Hercules. And he spends the rest of the movie warring through time. You see him fight through all the major yes. wars in history. And at the end yes. of the movie... At the end of the film, Maximus Decimus Meridius accepts a desk job at the Pentagon. <laughs> yes, I would watch that. Bonus fact. Uh-huh. That script was personally commissioned by Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe, and they fucking loved it. <laughs> I think it sounds great, but why do they have Nick Cave write it? I've, n- I've heard of him before. I've why heard his music. Why the fuck not, right? Because you so, could get an actual screenwriter, Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe. Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe, neither are screenwriters. Um, Apparently. But they loved this movie and they tried to get it made as quickly as possible, but the studio was like, fucking no. <laughs> Oh my god, it would be like the new The Room. It would be better than any. It would be amazing. It would be better than any Nicolas Cage movie we've ever watched. Yeah. So that is our discussion of Gladiator and its historical accuracy Uh and the sequel that never was. (laughs) Gladiator 2, this time gladder. But I'm fucking holding out hope for that. Yeah, I would love that. Just because of how bad it would be. Oh, I, I think it would be bad and good and so action-packed. And Russell Crowe would be fat in it because he's kind of <laughs> fat now. It would just... Yeah. There's nothing about the movie that would be bad, I think. It yep. would just everything. And then he'd have some, like, love interest. But, like, she'd be reincarnated for every, like, war. And he'd always lose her in the end. So when he accepts the desk job, he's just angry and wants to blow up Muslims. No, but then when he accepts the desk job, the last scene is him reaching for a donut in the break room, and she's reaching for a donut. <laughs> With the name tag, Tammy. Yeah, like. and he's like... <gasps> <laughs> so anyway. And then Tammy gets kidnapped by terrorists. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's that's this special freeform episode on uh-huh. the historical accuracy of Gladiator. Yay! Uh Listen to us everywhere you listen to your podcast. Yep. Follow us on the Instagrams and, and the, Twitters. the Twitters. Uh when you tell your friends about lax historical context. Tell them we said something interesting. 